You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. <laughs> Your favorite weather has come. <laughs> yes. I wonder if there will be winter in heaven. <laughs> huh? Somebody is convinced that it's not possible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess, you know, everyone will have his own preference. <laughs> For some people that like winter, they can enjoy their winter there. <laughs> Those that want summer should have summer. But it will not be imposed on you. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't complain about these things. The Bible says God has given us all things richly to enjoy. <laughs> My Lord, thank you, Jesus. Okay, this morning I want to share with us briefly on um, uh, what I call breaking the power of evil. Okay? Yeah. One of the things we need to we need to be aware of is the fact that number one the enemy hates you. Okay? You don't need a prophecy to, to know that, right? Do you do you need a prophecy? No. <laughs> to be to be aware of the fact that um um, the enemy hates you. Hmm? He hates you, but and you don't want him to love you, right? If, uh, now, if the enemy loves you, how many people know that that's a problem? <laughs> that is a major problem. Yeah, so it's normal, it's okay for the enemy to hate you. You're in good company when, if he hates you. Why? Because he hates God, right? He hates God. He, he, he hated Jesus. He still does. If he could undo what Jesus has done, he would, right? But um, unfortunately, he doesn't have that luxury. He hates God so much, but he cannot get at God directly. So what does he do? He goes against the ones that God loves. The ones that are in His image, after His likeness. He wants to go against the apple of His eye. Hmm? But we need to be strong. And I believe that God is building something in our lives. Irrespective of our experiences irrespective of what we are facing, irrespective of the challenges before us. And we must not be people that are intimidated by the circumstances of life, by the things that we go through. All right? One of the things... Um, I want to bring to your attention the fact that um, the fact is that God is real but so is the enemy correct? Yeah. yeah, God is real, the enemy is real we deal with a real enemy it's not uh, the phantom of someone's uh, it's, it's not the pigment of someone's imagination it's not something that just people just um, sit down and create it. Yeah? But this is real as revealed to us by the scriptures. Now, let's look at 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5 verse 18 says, We know... That whoever is born of God does not sin. 
we've talked about this before, right? But he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Okay, yeah. He who is born of God does not sin. In other words, he does not make sin a lifestyle. He does not habitually live in sin. Okay? Yeah, he does not. But he who has been born of God keeps himself. I thought, no, it is God that keeps us. Hmm? He keeps himself. And he says what? The wicked one does not touch him. In other words, you keep yourself. You guard yourself. And the wicked one does not touch you. He can come around you. He can stir things up. He can do whatever. But to touch you, he is not allowed to. Not allowed to. And verse 19. Look at verse 19. Verse 19, it says, We know that we are of God. How many people are of God here? Yes, we know that. I don't need anyone to come and prophesy to me and to tell me, Oh, thus says the Lord, you are mine. Now, if it comes, it's all right, but I don't need it. <laughs> okay? Yeah, there are some prophetic words that make me laugh. But it's okay. Each one prophesies according to the proportion of his faith. <laughs> yeah, I'm of God. I'm born of God. Hallelujah. I belong to God. I'm a servant of God. I'm a son of God. In fact, the ultimate is to be a son. The ultimate is to be a son. I am a son. Hallelujah. So we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The whole world. The whole world. Hello? Is South Africa part of the whole world? Yes? Is Midland part of the whole world? Is your office part of the whole world? Is your neighborhood part of the whole world? Under the sway of the wicked one. The King James says the whole world uh, is under the wicked one, I think. That's how it puts it. It says, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. It's even better. The whole world lies in wickedness. So there is wickedness all around. So people can be wicked not because they want to be wicked but because of what is in the atmosphere <laughs> or what is because of the influence around them. Amen? Yeah. So because of that, you find good people doing evil things and all of that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's okay. Just know where it's coming from. It's the wicked one. It's the evil one. So evil is a personality. Huh? There is a spirit... That's why we call evil spirits. Have you heard of that? Evil spirits. They are spirits that inspire, influence, and enable people to be evil. But the good thing is God has given us what to do to counter that. Do you agree? 
Yes, yes, yes. So, you have the assurance that he does not touch you, right? He cannot touch you. He should not. You have what it takes. You're not just, you're not just a, you're not just an overcomer. You are more than, you're not just a conqueror, rather. You are more than a conqueror. Is that not what the Bible says? Yeah, we are more than conquerors. You're more than a conqueror. Why? Because your big brother hmm, fought the battle and made you more than a conqueror. What does it mean to be more than a conqueror? Hmm? What does it mean to be more than a conqueror? How many people have watched... Um, I don't know if you like to watch boxing. Do you? Okay. Uh, all the, the ladies just said no. They shook their heads. But let me, let me, there are some men here. Okay, sometimes. <laughs> huh? Yeah, boxing, that is a legal way to fight and beat somebody up. And you get paid for it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> that somebody would voluntarily allow himself to be beaten. Huh? <laughs> so they go into the ring, yes, and put on their gloves and start punching one another. They're not enemies, they are doing a sport. And there are spectators watching and saying, Come on, give it to him, give him, oh, hey, give him an uppercut, poof. Huh? Yeah, I remember the days of Mike Tyson. Yeah. His, his blow, they, they measured his blow. You know, you know the weight of his blow? 100 kg. 100 kilograms. So when he gives you, boom, it's like throwing a bag of, what, cement. How much, what's the weight of a bag of cement? It's like throwing a bag of cement at someone. Yeah. That's power. <laughs> Huh? So, your big brother entered the ring for you. He took all the punches. He took all the blows. Hmm? And it appeared as though he was knocked out. <laughs> hmm? But then he came out victorious. He came out victorious and took the belt. Yeah. So, can you imagine, can you imagine a, um, a boxing champion, right? Like those days when Tyson would go in, in a few rounds. He has knocked out. His matches used to be boring because they didn't used to last long enough. He would destroy the person before you know it. The match, the, it's over. Huh? Others, they'll go 10 rounds, you know, and yeah, yeah. this guy, you know, two, three rounds, oh, the guy's out, and then the match is over. Huh? It was just too much. Hmm? But then imagine when he goes into the ring. His wife is sitting there and cheering. Yeah! Hmm? His wife is sitting there. He fights, he fights, and then he comes back. He takes the belt and he gives it to her. She is more than a conqueror. <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah, she's more than a conqueror. He goes into the ring. Uh, he fights. Come on. He takes the punches. Hmm? All the blows. He receives all of that. But he defeats his opponent. Then he goes out. He gives it to her. And he gives her the check. She's more than a conqueror. She didn't need to go into the ring. But she has the benefits. 
Hallelujah. Isn't that a fair deal? <laughs> yeah. So Jesus goes in. He goes into the ring. He fights. He destroys the enemy. Having spoiled all principalities and powers. Huh? Colossians 2.15. He made an open show. Made an open show of them. He humiliated them. He triumphed over them in it. Triumphed over them in it. Alright? And then he turns to you and says, It's all for you. Come on. So that's what it means to be more than a conqueror. Yeah. And the devil is mad. You didn't get into the ring and yet you are carrying the crown. Oh. You didn't didn't work for it. But you've got the benefits. That's amazing. I like that. I don't know about you. Maybe you want to go into the ring. Hmm? Maybe you want to go into the ring, take some punches. Yes? <laughs> it seems you don't want it. You don't want to try. Maybe just, you know, just for the sake of experience. Don't you mind that? No. There's no need. There's no need. Jesus has done it for us. He has done it for us. Yeah. Look at Romans 8, 37. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Are you more than a conqueror? Yeah. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. And sometimes I go through certain things, but I tell myself I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. In my Lucas Eve, oh my goodness, things are getting bad now. Hmm? Things are getting bad. You see, if you look at that scripture, let's look at um, uh, Romans chapter 8. We look at the preceding verses before this. 31 says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who can be against me when God is for me? One with God is majority. Yes? Now, if God is on your side and the whole world is against you, is that going to intimidate you? Hmm. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He did not withhold his son. Why do you think he will withhold other things from you? Why? Hmm? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died. And furthermore, is also reason. Who is even at the right hand of God. Who also makes intercession for us. Alright? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress? Huh? Have you gone through challenges lately? Does that mean you have been separated from the love of Christ? Huh? Tribulation or distress? Persecution? Famine? Even hunger? Huh? Nakedness or peril? Or sword? I mean, you've not gone through these things. And yet, sometimes you feel that you have been separated. <laughs> from the love of Christ. You know what I'm talking about? Hmm? 
as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things. Say in all these things. In all these Come on. Yeah, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, or height, or depth, or any other huh, created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Isn't that wonderful? So why am I saying this? You need to be strong in your conviction that God is with you. God is with you. God is for you. God is not against you. Hello? When you face things you know, it's not because God is against me. No, it's because the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. The evil one. It's because the world lies in wickedness. Not because God is against me. Huh? I'm going through this because the enemy will want to tell you that God is against you. He is the one that is against you. Not God. He is the one that is jealous of you. Why? You get this crown without fighting. Without going into the ring. You didn't even take any punches. And yet you are walking. Huh? With the victor's crown. He's like, no, 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 this is not fair. Allow me to give this one some punches. He says, no. It's a fixed match. The end has been determined. You're more than a conqueror. <laughs> you are more than a conqueror. And that is why you find out that in, in the scriptures, Jesus, Jesus, when he was teaching his disciples to pray, remember the prayer huh? that is popularly known as the Lord's Prayer, although it's actually not the Lord's Prayer. It is the disciples' prayer because it's not the prayer the Lord prayed. <laughs> Am I correct? Yeah, they said it's the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is in... It's in John 17. Is that not so? That's where he prayed. But this is not him praying. This is him teaching the disciples to pray. All right? Yes. In Matthew, let's look at <clears throat> Matthew chapter 6. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 6. Um, verse 9. It says, In this manner therefore pray our Father in heaven... Hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation. But what? Deliver us from the evil one. Hello. Deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So, deliver us from the what? Evil one. Yes. Expect to be delivered from the evil one. He was teaching his disciples to pray this prayer. I know some people feel that this prayer does not apply to us today. And that is not true. It applies to us today. It applies to us today. Yeah. So you can pray and say, deliver me from the evil one. Huh? There is evil, enough evil for every day. That's what the Bible tells us, right? Yeah. Every day you wake up, there's evil. Yeah, because the enemy is busy, but God is also at work. Look at what, the, what um, Paul tells us in Ephesians um, in Ephesians chapter 6, remember the spiritual warfare passage? Yeah? Ephesians chapter 6. 
And I want to admonish you this morning. I want you to know that you have what it takes. Hmm? You have what it takes to deal with the enemy. Finally, my brethren, verse 10, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. All right? Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in what? The evil day. Having done all to stand, stand therefore that you may be able to withstand in what? Evil day. There is an evil day. The day that evil is descending and, you know, coming against you. You need to be prepared before evil comes. You need to be fortified. You need to be strong. Hello? Many people are living in crisis management. So their relationship with God is, is such that, for example, prayer is, is like a, you, you know the fire brigade? Huh? I mean, we have fire extinguishers here. We have, there is, um, uh, there is the, uh, what, is, what is it called now? Okay. Anyway, we have, we have the, 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 the host, the fire hydrant. Yeah, fire hydrant. Hey, this English. <laughs> huh? We have the fire hydrant out there. If there's any, have you ever seen, you just come here and then we just take this and we are. No, it is meant for crisis. It's when there's a fire, you take it and. Yes, correct? That's how some people's prayer life is. They remember God when there is a crisis. Other than that, no. They, listen, your walk with God should be daily. Daily in God's word. Daily in his presence. Why? So that you have what it takes to stand. You have what it takes to stand. To withstand in the evil day. Yeah. To withstand in the evil day. But I have news for you. You have what it takes. God has already given us all the, the weapons that we need. He has given us the, the, the arsenal of heaven. So we just need to keep equipping ourselves. Hallelujah. Spend time. God. Spend time worshiping God. You know, the more you worship God, the more you become like God. Do you know that? Yeah. The more you worship God, the more you become like God. Because you are like what you worship. Some people think we worship God because God has uh, some, uh, some uh, insecurity problems. Why? He needs someone to boost his ego. <laughs> You, we don't worship God because God needs it. He doesn't need it. We worship Him because we need it. I remember years ago we were having devotions. My children were still small. And one of my sons says, but why do we have to tell God? Because I was telling, giving them the you know, trying to explain worship to them, I say in worship, we tell God who He is. Yeah? I was telling them, and they say, but doesn't He know who He is? <laughs> Why do we have to tell Him? <laughs> Why do we have to tell God who He is? Doesn't He know who He is? <laughs> oh, the mind of a child. Very, very interesting. But that should tell you how 
innocent. And I said, no, we, it's not because he doesn't know. Yeah. It's for our own good. Yeah. The more we behold him, the more we approach him, the more we worship him, the more we become like him. And he wants us to be like him. You are like what you worship. Am I correct? Yeah. Some people worship their pop stars. And if you go to their houses, what do you see? Images of the pop star. Yeah? Come on. Like some people, you know, they are Kaiser Chiefs. And every time... No, 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 no. Not Kaiser Chiefs. They are pirates. Yeah, some people, they are pirates all the time. Everything you see is pirates, pirate, pirate. They need deliverance. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, but you see, the truth of the matter is that evil is everywhere. And you need to be aware of that. All right? But you have what it takes. Don't be intimidated. And even if it gets bad to a point where they begin enchantments against you, you need to be aware that it's not going to go anywhere. Amen? You remember Numbers chapter 23? Verse 23. Let's look at that. Numbers 23. Yeah, okay. Hey, there is no sorcery against Jacob, nor any divination against Israel. Now, it now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, oh, what God has done. Can you see that? There's no divination against you. Oh, Pastor, this person casted a spell against me, on me. Spell? Cast your spells. Just use that as a defense. Hallelujah. You take the word of God. There is no sorcery against Jacob. So does that mean, okay, it's not against Jacob, but it can be against you? Hello. No, it applies to you as well. It applies to you. There's no divination against you. In other words, there's no witchcraft that can work against you. Yeah. You have to build your faith in that. Years ago, I was having a, a, a crusade. And I got into this place and I could sense the evil around. I could sense the evil around. And you know what? I decided, okay, fine. Um, it's not surprising that there's evil around. So the best thing for me to do is to confront it. Right? So I made a call and I said, listen, I know... You guys are around. That's fine. I'm giving you permission to kill me tonight. Right? I say, kill me tonight if you are able to. If you are able to, kill me tonight. Tomorrow. Hmm? So tonight, over the night, come and kill me. But if you are not able to kill me, tomorrow you come and surrender. Now, you need to know who you are walking with, right? Before you make such statements. <laughs> Correct? Yeah. So, I'm not saying you should go and do it, but I'm just telling you what I did. Yeah. So, guess what? The next day, next night, we got there, and <laughs> I wasn't surprised. These people came out and put all their chance. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. They put their charms down. And that day, people got saved. Several people got saved. And that was when I saw. Um, that was when I saw for the first time that through me that a child that was born deaf, the ears opened. This child had been bound by evil. Hmm? And there were several cases of mysterious sicknesses in people's bodies that doctors could not, they could not explain. These people were liberated. Yeah. But why am I saying this? I knew this scripture. <laughs> yeah. There's no sorcery against me. So, okay, fine. Come, come, come. I have what it takes. I have the panacea. Come on. So, come, bring it. Shoot your best shot. But if you don't succeed, I challenge you tomorrow. You come and surrender. Why? They, that means they tried and they saw that there is a higher power. Hmm? Higher power. In Nigeria, we say power past power. Come on. Somebody say power past power. Uh-huh. Power past power. That means there are powers and there are powers. Huh? So there is power, but there is superior power. Hmm? So we have that. So we have what it takes to counter the evil around us. We have what it takes. So even if the evil has advanced, to an occultic level. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Jesus is with you. And apart from that, remember you're a king, right? Are you a king? He has made us kings and priests. And what do kings do? They rule and they fight. They, 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 they execute the written judgments. Hallelujah. So we need to judge some evil around us as kings. So when you enter into your kingly mode, that is when you begin to execute some judgments against evil. So every evil around you is judged from this morning. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, it is. Look at Psalm 149. 149. It says, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. And his praise in the assembly of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name with a dance. Let them sing praises to him with a timbrel and harp. Those are some people that are against musical instruments. I don't know what they're going to do in heaven. He says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He will beautify the humble with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance on the nations, right? And punishments on the peoples to bind their kings with chains. And their nobles with fetters of iron to execute on them the written judgment. This honor have all his saints. Hello? Do you know that there are king demons? 
that are behind the evil that we see today. I'm telling you. These are spiritual princes. These are kings in their own domain. So, there's a level of evil we deal with that you need to switch into your kingly mode. I've told you before that in our walk with God, we need to learn when to be a bride and when not to be a bride. You know when to be a bride and when to be a king. Because there are times that you need to be a king and kings execute judgments. They execute judgments. vital. It's vital. Many people are being taken out by the enemy. I'm telling you. Enemy is taking many believers out. Even pastors are being taken out by the enemy. Why? Because they are not standing, taking their place as kings. I'm beginning to enforce the written judgments of God over evil. Oh, Pastor, you start by saying we're more than conquerors. We don't need to get into the ring. Yes, you don't need to get into the ring. You have been given. Jesus has fought it. You are just enforcing what he has done. You have to enforce it. He went to the cross, remember? He has poor principalities and powers. He triumphing over them in it. Do you know what it means to triumph? You need to go, you need to go and you, you need to go and study how it how it was practiced in those days. When a king goes to war, each time there is war, one of the ways that um, Nations used to enrich themselves. In fact, even today, it's by going to war. <laughs> Did you know that? Don't think all the wars that are happening are just like innocent wars. There are agendas. There are agendas behind these things. Yes? So, when a king goes to war, when a king goes to war in those days... He would. They will, if they, if they get the king, the, 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 the opponent, right? If he gets defeated, then, do you know what they are going to do? They will chain him. And they will parade him naked before his subjects. And there's going to be a celebration. This celebration, and then he's there being humiliated before his subjects. This celebration. And all his wealth goes to the one that conquered. Yes? So triumphing over them in it, that is the procession. That is the procession that takes place. Where they now humiliate him, and there's a lot of celebration. Yeah, he thought he was evil. Now, someone more powerful than him has humbled him. Look at him. I thought you were strong. Huh? And they begin to throw it at him. They throw it at him, and there's celebration. There's celebration. That's what Jesus did to the principalities and the powers. So, for them to now turn and say they want to come against you. Can you see that they're out of order? <laughs> Am I correct? Yeah, they're out of order. They're coming against you like that. Then what do you do? You now take your kingly anointing. Huh? Yeah, you enter into your office as a king. Say, how dare you? Have you forgotten? You were paraded. 
before the entire universe. Huh? And your victory, I mean your defeat, 2,000 years ago, is still clear. And you know it yourself. Right now, by virtue of the authority vested upon me as a king in God's kingdom, I execute the written judgments against you for crossing this line, for trying to put a curse on me, to practice sorcery from now on. You're down. And, and it happens. It will. God will confirm his word. He always does. But oh no, many people say, oh God, but why me? Why do you allow this to happen to me? And God is wondering, why are you allowing it to happen to you? And God is wondering, what are you doing with all I've given you? All the authority I've given you, all the armory, all the spiritual armor, all the weapons that I've given to you, what are you doing with all of that? What are you doing? You want me to come and fight for you? No. And that's why it's called the fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Why? It's a good fight. Why? It's already been done. It's already been done for you. All you're doing is enforcing what has been done. Will you enforce the victory of the cross over every evil power around you? Hmm? We have to be that breed of people that will defeat evil. Will put evil where it belongs. Hallelujah. I want to say to the enemy, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Yes? And sometimes you might need to decide to say, for the next seven days, I am going to enforce the victory of the cross over you. I'm going to enforce the judgment of God over you. For the next seven days, there's going to be no rest. The Bible says no rest. There's no rest for the wicked. So no rest for you. From now on, you hear me very well. Yeah, we need to start taking that kind of position. I'm telling you. Because they, it's like <laughs> the enemy is on a, on a spree. And then God's children are being harassed every now and again. And it must stop. Enough is enough. Must stop. We stop it. Stop it. In the name of Jesus. We stop it. We have what it takes. And we will use it. We're not going to be shy of what we have. There is power. Power on your lips. Yeah. You have the double-edged sword. So Sometimes, you know that if God will open your eyes, sometimes when you speak certain things, it's fire that comes out of your mouth. But that's if you will speak it. Yeah. There are times when you speak like that, especially when you are under the anointing, it's, it's, it's a sword of fire. Comes out. Boosh! It shatters things. We make certain declarations. When you begin to declare certain things, I'm telling you, things happen. When you declare things, when you stand, you say, say certain things. That's why sometimes I lead you in so, some declarations. You know what? You don't know what happens when you say those things. You don't know. I pray that God will open your, mouth, your eyes to see. Hmm? Somebody was sharing with me. I don't, when, we were, 
were making some declarations in church. As I was saying, say this. And, and as he was saying it, he got to a point. He said he felt something. He just, and that hit him. Boof. And then, and, but everybody was just talking. You, you, you don't know what's going on. But there's power. There is power. You are carrying power, I'm telling you. Don't only face what you do based on physical what you see. Physical sight. Physical experience only. Things happen. I'm telling you. So you need to have faith in what you are carrying. You need to have faith in the word of God. There's an anointing upon your life. There's an anointing upon your life to destroy, to plunder the enemy. To spoil him. Spoil principalities. He has spoiled them. That means all his goods. So this morning, I want to execute some judgments against evil. In your life, in our midst, there are certain evils we need to put to a, a stop to this morning. Hallelujah. Because we have what it takes. In the name of Jesus, I come against every evil, every manipulation of the enemy, every satanic maneuver against you, against your family. I cut them off in the name of Jesus. I release the fire of God against them right now in the name of Jesus. Every foundation of wickedness Every foundation of evil that is resisting you is crushed right now. In the name of Jesus, every power of hell that is coming against this church is crucified again. Hallelujah. Is brought before the cross. It is crushed right now. In the name of Jesus, I bring the reality of the cross. The judgments of God, all the written judgments of God, I bring them out and I execute them against every power that is warring against us as a people in the name of Jesus, against our progress, against our children, against our families, in the name of Jesus, we execute them right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, we enter into our office as kings in the kingdom of God. As a king in the kingdom of God. Right now, by virtue of the anointing. By virtue of the anointing. In the name of Jesus. The anointing to execute, to enforce the will of God. I enforce the will of God in your life. In the name of Jesus. I enforce the will of God right now in the name of Jesus. Anything that is contrary to the will of God is judged right now in the name of Jesus. I release the judgment of God. I release the judgment of God in the name of Jesus. Yes, by the honor vested upon me. Yes, I release. I release. I release the judgment of God in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that is warring against you, yes, against your finances, against your health, in the name of Jesus, against your future, against your destiny, is judged right now in the name of Jesus. I release judgment upon them. I release judgment upon them. Every spirit that blinds you, Every spirit that blinds you to the purposes of God, I release the fire of God in the name of Jesus over them right now. Thank you, Jesus. Every evil maneuver, every evil maneuver around you. I command right now, in the name of Jesus, every sorcery, every divination, 
every enchantment I come against you right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in Mighty God, mighty God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I judge every evil, every evil in the name of Jesus. Yeah, every spirit that brings confusion, I judge you right now in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of character assassination, every spirit that assassinates the character of God's people, I come against you right now in the name of Jesus and release God's judgment against you. Mighty God, take a sulaba. Yeah, in the name of Jesus, every oppression under heaven, I come against you right now. In the name of Jesus. Leketos. Yes. I release it right now. In the name of Jesus. Lembetikatos. In Galebetikatos. In Ketelebedulabaha. I command doors to open right now, right now, right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit that brings stagnation, I command you right now. Judgment of God against you in the name of Jesus. Zendele menele me sula baha, kendele bete, pei sele mistoko, pei yele me sula baha, yekepe, yekepe, pei sele me sula ba. In the name of Jesus, we break every power of evil. We stop them in their tracks. We stop them in their tracks right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lemo suka baba baba. In the name of Jesus. Lemekete. Yekete. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. The kingdom of God must advance. The kingdom of God must advance. The enemy has no right to resist the kingdom of God. In fact, he doesn't have what it takes. He doesn't have what it takes to stop us. In the name of Jesus, we are a formidable force. We are unstoppable. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, I bring all our members who are under siege who are under the sway of the evil one. Who, oh God, are being tormented in one way or the other. Right now, I announce liberty. In the name of Jesus. By the anointing vested upon me. I proclaim liberty in the name of Jesus. I free them right now. As a king, I decree their freedom. I open the doors and liberate them in the name of Jesus. Take them out into freedom, into the liberty of the sons of God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, even for those who have been caught in the web of deception, I speak deliverance. Let your light shine. In the name of Jesus. Let there be clarity. No more confusion. Thank you, Father. Every disguise, work of evil, 
I expose right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I bless you, Lord. I bless you. I bring them, O Father, into the glorious liberty of sons. Let them enter into their inheritance. Let them enter into destiny. Lord, any voice that is speaking against them is silenced right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.